Hello, this is Gurmeher from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 24th of August. Today, a legislative committee convened in New Delhi to scrutinize three proposed bills aimed at overhauling India's existing criminal legal framework, namely the Indian Penal Code, the Criminal Procedure Code and the Evidence Act. Home Secretary Ajay Bhalla is slated to present details on the three draft laws, the Bharatiya Nyay Sanhita, Bharatiya Nagrik Suraksha Sanhita and the Bharatiya Sakshi Bill to the committee members. These legislative proposals were introduced in the previous parliamentary session by Home Minister Amit Shah, who characterized the current laws as outdated colonial relics. The new bills are intended to modernize the legal system in line with the evolving needs and aspirations of the Indian populace. The committee, chaired by BJP member Brijlal and officially known as the Standing Committee on Home Affairs, is expected to complete its review and submit a report within the next three months. This timeline aims to enable the government to introduce the revised bills in the forthcoming legislative session. United World Wrestling, the international governing organization for the sports of wrestling, has imposed a suspension on the Wrestling Federation of India for failing to conduct timely elections. As a result, Indian wrestlers are prohibited from representing the country at the World Championships set to begin on September 16. Instead, they must participate as neutral athletes. The Indian Olympic Association had formed the ad hoc committee led by Bhuvendra Singh Bajwa on 27th of April. The committee was supposed to hold elections within 45 days, but it did not meet the deadline. UWW had issued a warning to the WFI on 28th of April stating that non-compliance with the election deadline would result in suspension. Initially, elections were scheduled for 7th of May, but these were nullified by the sports ministry. The electoral process has been subject to repeated delays partly due to multiple state bodies contesting the right to participate through legal channels. Two individuals were electrocuted in Idiapati forest near Tamil Nadu's Perayu today while hunting for wild boars. The deceased have been identified as 17-year-old S. Anuman Dharaj, a class 12 student, and 21-year-old N. Karupa Sami. Both were locals of Idiapati. The incident occurred near an irrigation tank shortly after midnight when the duo came into contact with live electric wire intended as a trap for wild animals. Superintendent of Police Archiva Prasad said the trap was set up illegally by another group of hunters using power siphoned off from an electric overhead cable. Another individual, 29-year-old M. Manoj, also got electrocuted but survived the shock. He's currently receiving treatment at the Government Rajaji Hospital. The deceased has been taken to the Government Hospital in Tirumangalam. Nagayapuram police are conducting an investigation into the circumstances surrounding the incident. Today, a day after the successful soft landing of Chandrayaan-3 on the moon's south pole, a first for any country, Karnataka Chief Minister Sidharmaya paid a visit to the Mission Operations Complex at ISRO's Telemetry Tracking and Command Network in Bengaluru. During his visit, he met and congratulated ISRO Chairperson S. Somnath and the entire team involved in the landmark Chandrayaan-3 mission. The Chief Minister also extended his felicitations to the project director, scientists, engineers and the staff who contributed to the mission's success. This monumental achievement had sparked celebrations at ISRO's Bengaluru facility where team members were joined by journalists and other attendees in marking the historic event. Prime Minister Narendra Modi is scheduled to visit ISRO in Bangalore on 26th of August to consult with senior scientists about upcoming projects. The Prime Minister was in South Africa's Johannesburg for BRIC summit yesterday and had virtually joined the telecast at ISRO. Yevgeny Prigozhin, known for leading a short-lived mutiny against Russian President Vladimir Putin, was among the 10 passengers killed in a plane crash in Western Russia, the country's aviation authorities said. The tragic incident occurred near the village of Kozenkino, and all on board, the private aircraft lost their lives. 
Pergozin, who also headed the Wagner mercenary group, was accompanied by his second-in-command, Dmitry Utkin. Russian officials have initiated an investigation to determine the cause of the crash amid intense speculation surrounding its circumstances. Since leading a 24-hour mutiny against Putin in June, Pergozin had maintained a low public profile. His most recent appearance was in a video released earlier this week, reportedly filmed at an undisclosed location in Africa. Established in 2014, the Wagner Group had been notably active in Ukraine conflict up until the time of the failed mutiny. Listeners, News Laundry possesses exclusive footage capturing Monu Manese and his gang's actions through a fly-on-the-wall perspective. Independent filmmakers meticulously followed Monu and his associates from late 2021 to early 2022 to create the short film. Help us tell the story by contributing to this NLCNA. We're able to bring your reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 900 rupees a quarter. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News Laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.